I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. to move our criminal justice system into the direction of the 21st century. The public should be outraged by this. We need to use science and data in order to address public safety of violent crime. Uh, his data and science is completely flawed. Nobody's safe in Los Angeles because of, of District Attorney Gaston. We are very, very concerned about his policies. You will see that not only have I enhanced public safety. I am absolutely outraged at the lies that Mr. Gaston is spewing. He has no business implementing laws of his own personal choice, which we voted against. We've done so in a way that is much more both physically and socially responsible. Not only is he breaking the law, but he is not doing what he is supposed to do as a district attorney, and that is protect his victim. Gaston is an advocate for criminals. I truly believe that he is in the wrong office. He should have been a public defender. He's voted in. He can be voted out. Salute. Celebrating us going home on this Gaskin direct. Crime is at a historic low in this nation, a historic lows in the state. That's a bunch of baloney to me. And now, for an update on the recall of L.A. County District Attorney George Gascon, here's John and Ken. And the recall is going very well. If you missed yesterday, we had Steve Coulion, the former DA, from uh, some years back. And uh, they got 125,000 signatures already. Yeah. They uh, need uh, over 566,000 verified. By and, early uh, July. By early July. And uh, they have $3.5 million donated already. Hollywood people are that. Uh, your people throwing in big cash. Your neighbors. West Siders. Right. Progressives. Nobody wants to be bashed over the head or stabbed. Yeah, because they're starting to see crime and homelessness more. Yeah. So uh, it's all it's all good news on that front. 
And uh, what's really funny is in those clips and part of his campaign theme and part of his overall defense is that he has the data, he has the science that shows that uh, crime is really low, so his methods work. Except now he's being forced to admit crime is really high. <laughs> There's your data. So instead of saying my methods are wrong, crime is now high, because this all changed since he took over, now he's saying, well, it's your fault. And uh, here's some tips on how to defend yourself. Yeah, he has released a video that gives tips on how to avoid auto thieves amid this crime wave that's going on. We'll play about 30 seconds from uh, Kermit the DA here. Hello, I'm District Attorney George Gascon. <laughs> in Los Angeles County, we're seeing a noticeable increase in auto theft. My office is working with our law enforcement partners to hold accountable the people involved in this property crime. No, <laughs> Here are a few steps you can take to help us reduce crime in our community. One, always lock your car door. Hold on, hold Two, on, hold on, stop. Stop the presses. Lock your car doors. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> that's his first tip. I I wish I'd thought of that. Some people just I, walk away. Wow. <laughs> lock your car doors. Write that down for me, okay? I'll remind you, too, when you leave. <laughs> what a dope with a capital D-O-P-E. What a dope. And that silly Kermit the Frog voice. Is that his real voice or is that an affectation? Or is he well, a cartoon? I understand he's always sounded like that. Or is he a cartoon character? Uh, it's right. There's like something stuck in his throat. Like, uh, hello. Play some uh, let's, more. Let's play Always some more. lock your car door. Two, do not leave a spare key in your vehicle. Three, park in a well-lit area. And four, get an anti-theft device for your vehicle. Working together, we can keep our community safe. <laughs> How about five? Prosecute car thieves and put them in prison for a long time. If you put no, all the car that's thieves why in... he's put out this video, because he's not going to do that. It... So he wants you to do more to protect yourself. So it's your fault. Somebody and steals also your car. maybe you should get a gun. <laughs> this is like when Union Pacific is reporting all those uh, thefts from its uh, railroad cars. Oh, it's their fault. He's got a stooge by the name of Alex Bastian, a special, advi special advisor. He's got all these special advisors, which is all the woke people around him. Yeah. Prosecutors were seeking higher bail amounts for suspects for suspected recurring car thieves during the crime wave. Really? Is it up to they were $25? Also working to bring charges more quickly so that potential repeat offenders would have less time between court appearances. Mm -hmm. This is how they're trying to uh play this. Right. Because um yeah but 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 just to be clear, his policies have nothing to do with all the increased car thefts, right? Letting out car thefts, uh, car thieves, uh, on no bail, and then not fully prosecuting them. So they spend little or no jail time. That wouldn't possibly lead to more car thefts, would it? Uh, Funny how in, in San Francisco this happened, too. While he was DA, car thefts went crazy because they wouldn't prosecute. So two cities now, two cities are setting car theft records under George Gascon. Nothing to do with his policies. Now, a story came out last night. It's just one particular area of the county. 
Crime in West Hollywood is up 137% from the same time last year. 137%. Mm -hmm. In February of this year, nearly 250 what they call part one crimes, acts of murder, rape, burglary, aggravated assault, arson, human trafficking were reported. There was 105 a year ago. How many of the West Hollywood progressives were in those defund the police marches? Mm. Mm. I know we don't have those anymore. How come? The West Hollywood mayor and city council told Channel 5, we're not going to speak until we get a presentation at our public safety update at our meeting next Monday. We're not going to speak because it's our fault. We were all virtue signaling, screaming about how terrible the police are. So well, it's What I our suspect fault. is going on is, and the Times does this on a regular basis, they give us stats from like 2019 or even 2020. I suspect if you take a look Probably the latter half of last year into this year, it's ugly. Mm-hmm. And I did see a story the other day that LAPD said that they called the uptick in robberies a challenge. I like that word they used. It's a, a challenge for us. Also, they used that awful word uptick. So it sounds like well, I don't know if they did. I just threw that. But in. that's what they—that's that. what they generally use. You know, a little bit of increase. Yeah, it just ticked up a little bit, right? One little click on the clock there. Yeah, well, not a, think- not a surge. What I suspect is going on, I could be wrong, is that the more current crime stats, which take a while to come out because they're always behind in reporting this because we have to do all of this analysis and massaging. And I think they're just, I think the more current crime stats are are fairly ugly. That's what I suspect. Yeah, they probably are. And uh, so they sit on them for a while. Yeah. Make them seem old when they come out. Old. (laughs) All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken. By, by the way, all uh, there were people complaining in one of the stories about the crime in West Hollywood. I wonder uh, if they voted for Gascon. What do you think? You think West Hollywood went for the progressive Gascon? Hmm? Yeah. West Hollywood, probably. Yeah. And now they're upset that uh, apparently cell phone thefts are all the rage in West Hollywood. Get what you deserve here. Vote for Gascon. Lose your phone. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show. John Cobell and Ken Shampo. KFI and 640 Live. Everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Everywhere. Yeah, Speaking yeah. of the iHeartRadio app, a couple of listeners tried it, but they said it's not conspicuous was the word they used. The talkback button. Oh, the talkback talk button? Not conspicuous. It you looks know, like actually, a microphone, try- doesn't it? It's been working for other people. Yeah. I- I've definitely taken some calls from it. So. Yeah. It's not. They didn't say it doesn't work. They're just saying it's not conspicuous. Is it easy to find, Eric Sklar, is the point. Oh, oh, oh my bad. My Tell bad. them to get a better is prescription. It, well, is it? Does anybody... Where do they go? No. Hold on. He's going to explain. He's looking at his own app now. Because... Oh, is that what he's doing? Yes, he this is. Because breakthrough. Yeah, this you is... You can a... talk back to the show via the app. That's right. Well, you can talk back to Eric. Who's just dying to hear from Well, some the of the calls will make it on the air, so it'll get to us. No, I know. But, I mean, you're not getting us. And they're not calls there. Uh, my phone's not buzzing. I'm not responding. Don't. don't There's the regular voice happen. line, too. I don't know. He's uh, struggling here. Maybe it isn't easy to find. There's an ad playing before it pops up. Oh, there's an ad playing. Oh, geez. Let's see? All right. Uh, you can always dial one eight seven seven moist 86 one eight seven seven six six four seven eight eight six. But this new thing is... Uh, called Talk Back on the iHeartRadio app where you can leave a message for the show and those will be uh, also considered. It's right next to the play button, so I, I don't know what they mean by inconspicuous. Uh, no, it's probably them. Does it say Talk Back or it's just a little picture of a microphone? No, it just it's just a little picture of the microphone. Well, how would they know what that means? Well, they That's wouldn't. my point. 
If it doesn't say, when you go on the air, yeah. you say, well, look for the talk back Yeah, feature. Eric, how would they know what it means? Do something. You stop causing trouble. <laughs> hey, Deborah Mark. Hey, Ken Champo. Get in there and pinch him. All right, I'll be back. He didn't wear green, so pinch uh, his. No, I already I, pinched John. I already got Actually, a pinch. Oh, were you talking about John or Eric? Oh, you can pinch Eric, too. He oh. didn't wear green. Okay, Don't I already pinched John. <laughs> Did you pinch John's nose? No, I pinched his arm. Yeah. Eric says, "Don't pinch him." And now I'm really going to pinch him. Wow! I'll take I'll take I'll take Eric's pinch. <laughs> oh my god! What is wrong with you? He's a creeper. What? I'll take it. It's St. Patrick's Day. I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm celebrating. Maybe aren't you wearing green socks or something? Me? Yeah. No, I don't think I don't own green socks. Who does? I don't know. Well, <laughs> I'd be a little suspicious of a guy with green socks. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to sit next to, to him. Bright green. Uh, Remember, we had a guy uh, that had a green suit, and you were just found that hysterical. A green suit. Oh yeah. Oh no, it was purple. Purple. Oh, the purple oh. suit guy. Yeah, the, the purple suit. <laughs> green guy. and purple. I'm telling you, those colors are very in. <laughs> not in male spring. suits. They're not. <laughs> it depends. Maybe some. I mean, not, not a good. bright green. An olive green suit can be nice. Olive green I, is nice on guys. I think I have one of those, but uh, not the green you're wearing. The, the bright green. The bright green. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we're going to play, uh, another clip from old Joe. Uh, you know, kids say the darndest thing. Sometimes old Joe does. He had an event yesterday afternoon and this is women's histories month. So <laughs> there's some bill, the violence against women act reauthorization act. Well, that's a strange title. Violence I, against women. I, act I guess reauthorization there's, act. there's no end to these woke history months. Is there, there's just going to be more and more. And, and then every day you've got to hear about it. Yeah. And everybody in the media feels obligated to acknowledge it, even though in reality, nobody cares. But if I don't mention this part, I should, we should have just played this anyway, because it'll really seem like a non sequitur. Suddenly, Joe starts breaking out into a story about naked pictures. Hmm. Oh, well, but, then. <laughs> yeah, see, now you're interested. Yeah. But it's because, uh, what do they call it? Um, revenge porn? Revenge porn, they... yes. Yeah. It's, so that's you, part of what's in this bill. Take naked pictures of your girlfriend, and then you break up, and break you get up, back at her. You, you put expose uh, them online, right? Yeah, everybody can see around. what she's uh, what she's willing to do. <laughs> yes, you think it's most of the time it's men doing this to women, right? Hundred percent. That's a hundred percent. Hundred percent. There has never been a single woman who posted revenge porn, revenge porn, because it, that doesn't upset guys. Yeah, probably not. It makes them look like, hey, look at me, I get around. Exactly. Uh, so here is old Joe uh, talking about this. So we established a new civil rights, a new civil rights cause of action for those whose intimate images were shared on the public screen. How many times have you heard? I bet everybody knows somebody somewhere along the line that in an intimate relationship, what happened was the guy takes a revealing picture of his naked friend or whatever in a compromising position. And then, literally, in a sense, blackmails or, or, or mortifies that person. Send it out. Put it online. Everybody? Ooh. He was getting a little excited there, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think he was uh, starting what to... What happens then? Yeah, they put it out. Put it online. Starting to breathe more rapidly there. Has he been I, looking at these I, I don't... Can you imagine what he looks at? I, think he, he, I, think don't, he, I don't know anybody this has he, happened to. This he, has happened to you, Deborah Mark? No. Okay. No. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. No. Oh, no. I do. Okay. 
You do. Oh, he does. Yeah, well, he's ah, our younger person. You, you get to tell your story then. It, it was. It, it happened between a, a guy and a girl in college that I know. Oh. Oh, he put out. Uh, yeah. Pictures of her online. Yeah. Oh, what'd she do? Oh. I mean, they were having intercourse, and he sent the video around. Uh, no, what did she do when it became public? Oh, they they pressed legal action. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They went after the guy. No kidding. Ooh, wow. well, California does what? have a law against that. I don't know where this happened, but here, how, L.A. It, it, it happened. In, uh, Why did he do it? They broke up, or uh... no? He just wanted to send it to his friends. Jeez, <laughs> oh, they weren't together. So not cool. I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> just... But then, what do we always say? Don't take pictures or video. Don't allow it. Don't do that. Really? Well, what if no, you but... don't know you're being? Nah, it's possible. Somebody's but... taking a that's, picture. That's that's exactly what happened here. She did not know. Oh, See? she didn't know. Somebody no. set up a hidden camera. No, he just took his phone out while they were. Oh, and just left. She it. didn't notice that. Well, she wasn't and he's facing holding him. Holding the phone, <laughs> she wasn't facing him. Thanks for that. Well, I'm, I'm just oh, I'm being that's honest. Fantastic. Now we have a better idea. I'm just you asked no. for the story. No, no, that, no, that that clears that everything up. That is the line sure. of the week. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, now we're no, like no Joe. How do we get off stage? Uh, <laughs> all right, we got we got a newscast, fortunately. Oh, great! Uh, John, John Cannon. John and Ken Show. John Comel and Ken Shampo. It's KFI AM six forty live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Oh, I know. Let's just do Irish accents. Three lyrics to the show. Oh, jeez, no. <laughs> oh, come on! I can't do it anyway. Uh. This is pretty funny. Eric Sklar, our technical director, who we were just talking to, um, he, by the way, does a great job. We had a tough time after Clay left us finding somebody that uh, could handle this. Um, he just sent me the image of the iHeartRadio app, right? Uh-huh. So you can find the talkback button. Yes. And sure enough, I'm looking at the photo. I took a photo of it and sent it to me. And it's the John and Ken part of the app where you can listen to our podcast or our live show and all that. And there is a little icon or an emoji of a microphone. He drew a little red arrow pointing to it. There it is. Okay. But it doesn't, but it doesn't say that this is the talk back. It's just a microphone. But that's what you use to talk back to the show. Why didn't they put the words yeah, talk back? They should. If you want to talk back to the show? Click here. I don't know. Or, or or and a little thing that says, "What is this?" And so you click it and explains what it is and oh. how you can use it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So that's. Uh, I don't know. But that that should give it's listeners our, a. It's our suggestion. See, that's why I think when one listener said it wasn't conspicuous, and that you could look at that and see the microphone, but not really understand what it means. Uh, yeah. No, they're they're right. Yeah. I, all right. So. There we go. I think That's the guy designing the page would have figured that out, but maybe not. Michael Schellenberger is joining us at 5.05. He's been on the show several times. He's the author of the book San Francisco about the problems with homelessness and drug use that that city's had and not dealt with. Uh, he's been a longtime author, activist. He's running for governor. He just announced this last week as an NPP, John, an NPP, no party preference. <laughs> Which I is, like NPP. I'm an NPP. Why, why can't people be independent? Why, why do you have to come up with three words? Because I like the Why does NPP. that become the acronym that all the Don't political Don't take away my are? NPP. It's ridiculous. I'm an NPP. <laughs> okay. Uh, here's a couple of stories dealing with the California's energy problems. 
to sort through this story, it's amazing. Californians can weigh in on Pacific Gas and Electric's 22% proposed rate hike. The increase is on top of a 9% increase that customers are hit with March 1st. You read this story in the California Globe, and it's like, wait a minute. PG&E electricity customers recently hit with a 9% rate hike on March 1st. Uh, the California Public Utilities Commission includes a 10% bump for small business and a larger increase for industrial facilities. The average increase is about 12.7% across PG&E's entire customer base. However, they are proposing 22% rate hikes for the, from the years 2023 through 26. We have talked about this on the show, and now there's a companion story, which will give you what, what this means. Bloomberg, and Bloomberg is a business website. I don't find it to necessarily have a bias. If anything, it would be towards the left, I guess. California's climate fight could send its power demand soaring 90%. This was actually an analysis that was done, a study prepared for California regulators by some consulting firm called Energy and Environmental Economics, Inc. But you see, this state has decided that we're moving towards all renewables. They want to get people out of gas cars. They want to get rid of natural gas in buildings. All of this means we're going to be so dependent on electricity that the state's grid is going to be hit with a 60 to 90% increase in demand. Think about that. And, and think about just two years ago, how they almost they had to shut off the power in some places. Right. During so, the heat wave. So, you know, it's going to be even more than this. Let's say it's going to at least double. You're going to need double the electricity produced if everybody's plugging in their cars. Now. Which means we're never going to get there. Because they're not going to double the elect electrical grid any more than they're going to build out high-speed rail from L.A. to San Francisco. They're simply not going to accomplish this. Well, believe it or not, what's actually on the books is that we're going to go carbon neutral by 2045 but newsom is asking if it can happen 10 years earlier in 2035 that, that is part of his silly foolishness about we're going to be a leader we're going to be first that's, that's we're right. going to be have ambitious goals that others will follow it's just his ego that's no there's zero basis in science or reality for any of this where do you get the money to double the size of the electrical grid how is that possible? I don't know. The and, state always and, already has problems sometimes and, obtaining electricity. Right. Remember and, we had to steal it from Arizona? Well, wait, wait. And the other part of this is they're going to be shutting down natural gas plants, shutting down nuclear plants, obviously not using coal. Um, they're just going to be building windmills and laying out solar panels. And that yes. is, that's fallen way short. That's been a disaster, actually, because the sun and the wind aren't producing the power we need. That's why they had they were going to close these natural gas plants, and then they reopened them quickly. Right. So I, I th this is not possible. This is, again, like an eight-year-old writing a fantasy. If I were governor, what would I do to save the planet? Well, I would just build lots and lots of windmills and lots and lots of solar panels. And I would make everybody plug in their cars overnight. And that's how I would be the governor. That's all that is. You know what it's like to, bit, to double an electrical grid? It's a lot of I, I, infrastructure I, work. I mean, I, uh, and, and, not, and not have coal or natural gas 
to create the electricity and refuse to use nuclear? You do you I that's not possible. There's the other plan that came out, I think, last year is they want to do these offshore wind pro, pro projects so they can capture the wind that's blowing out there in the ocean. That's gonna take many, many years. It and, could, yeah. And what well one of the issues is the continental shelf along the west coast very quickly drops very deep. Oh. So you're going to need a long steel pole to Don't hold up the, the windmill. <laughs> the windmill. Again, 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 what you'd expect from an eighth grade, uh, an eight-year-old who's been given an essay to do. Well, I'll just put these really, really, really tall windmills out in the Pacific We're going to meet the moment. You don't think we are? No, he's a, he's a fool. They also think they can use large-scale batteries to help the grid, which is the storage of the where, solar and wind. But where 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 are these? Well, where, uh, and, and, <laughs> and 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 battery production is is also very harmful to right. uh, mommy Earth. That's a whole nother set of abuses of the planet. If you ever drive out to Palm Springs, I got a picture here of uh, the wind farm. Yeah. Those big propellers that are. Yeah. It's. Uh, they're like three long blades that just kind of spin and spin. There's a lot of wind out there in the desert. So that's where I guess some of it comes it, from. It, it's useful to a small extent, but it's also expensive. It's another reason the price of this is going up. I mean, natural gas is really cheap. Oh, yeah, uh, no, we're screwed. And by the way, the PG&E rate hikes is more over the fires they caused yeah, right. than, than so much that they're getting ready for. <laughs> because, <laughs> because they never spent money uh, burying the power lines and upgrading the uh, above-ground electrical lines and the, the, the towers. Right. You know, and all the, the, the transmitting stations. Yeah, they, you know, so, so things are constantly shorting out or getting blown over, wires blown down. They didn't spend the money on it, so now they got they got billions in lawsuits, and we have to pay for it. It it it's just terribly mismanaged. I mean, it would be comical, except this is going to cost us a fortune, and we already have this. We our our electric prices are sixty percent higher than the average in the rest of the country. Sixty percent higher. It's it's just we got we got a terrible government. All right, we're going to have uh, Michael Schellenberger on the air at 5.05. He just announced last week that he wants to run as an independent against uh, Newsom for governor of California. We'll talk to him then. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobell and Ken Shampoo. It's KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We'll have an update on uh, Ukraine-Russia coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. A few stories to pass through. Including uh, Arnold, who released a video appealing to the Russian people and even Russian military members to end this action in Ukraine. We'll start next hour with Michael Schellenberger as our guest. Uh, the author, activist, is uh, running for governor as an independent against Gavin Newsom and uh, might be the only prominent candidate <laughs> to challenge Newsom in the primary in June. So we'll talk to him after the news at 5 o'clock. The New York Post had a field day today because uh, they were enjoying the fact, and not necessarily enjoying it, but... No, I think they were enjoying it. (laughs) Well, but it it speaks to the problem with media. 
couple of years ago, during the presidential race between Trump and Biden, it came to the attention of many that a laptop of Hunter Biden's had been left at some computer repair shop. And the contents began to be examined to see what Hunter Biden was up to. And of course, he's been involved in tons of business deals off of his father's name. We know that. He's an addict. He's a hopeless piece of crap. But media outlets, and the largest of which, the New York Times, decided to ignore the story and continue to say, oh, we don't know if that's his laptop. It's just not been authenticated. And uh, Twitter... And they carry that out through the entire election, even into the following year. And Twitter famously shut down the New York Post account. Yes, again, thinking that it was a hack. Well, that's uh, how they expressed it. No, they they knew it was real. They didn't want bad publicity for their candidate. They knew it was real. So did right. the Times. But Times is not in the business of... Uh, Presenting news, it's in the business of manipulating the news to favor their candidate. So now they're suddenly doing stories on this. People familiar with the investigation say prosecutors had examined emails between Mr. Biden, Mr. Archer, and others about Burisma and other foreign business activity. These emails were obtained by the New York Times from a cache of files that appears to have come from a laptop abandoned by Biden in a Delaware repair shop. The email and others in the cache were authenticated by people familiar with them and with the investigation. And it turns out there was a meeting between Joe Biden and an official from Burisma, the Ukrainian gas company. Hunter was a board member. Yeah. If you remember during the campaign, Joe Biden, now president, said it was not true. It was Russian disinformation. So Biden, during the debate, openly lied about having a meeting with... Yes, and apparently when the Times asked about it, they were told, or Mr. Biden's official schedule does not show a meeting between these two men. And the Times (laughs) just took that as, okay, we'll run with it. Which is a (laughs) non-answer. That's not an answer. The official schedule, The official schedule doesn't show it. Well, you know, corrupt people don't put their corrupt meetings on an official schedule, which, of course, everybody at the Times knows. Right. The dirty stuff... You don't uh, keep a uh, print record of. Um, what's funny is Jen Psaki, the uh, lying spokeshole for Biden, also was dismissing reporters' questions way back a year and a half ago uh, by saying it was Russian disinformation. Yeah, they knew that would play well. Right. Uh, and, well, Especially since at the time, people still thought, you know, Russia was a pal of Trump and they would do this for him. But again, this is all intentional. This is all knowing because they know this would lead down a bad road, especially if Trump could get verification. Right. So, you know, Biden was was uh, not a sure thing. And any little thing could have swayed the election. And the other big clue that the Times and other media outlets chose to ignore was a man by the name of Tony Bobolinsky, who came forward immediately and said, oh, yeah, those emails with my name in them, those are legit. That happened. That's real. They also ignored him. When they finally admitted the truth, the Times put it on page 20 today. You have to go through 20 pages to find it. And then uh, you have to go through 23 paragraphs in the story to get to the important stuff. Yeah. 
So that's that's how the game. See, if you go 23 paragraphs in, and this is from Andrew McCarthy of the uh, National Review, you will learn that prosecutors are examining emails between Biden and his business associates that come from that cache of files from the laptop of uh, Hunter Biden in the Delaware repair shop. So it's 20 pages in, 23 paragraphs down. Um, Again, we'd like to send you to the parallel universe. Had Trump had a son like Hunter Biden, they would have tore this apart, looking for every story they could. But it's Biden's son. Hands off. Well, they want him. That's just how it works. They want it because they want him elected, and they wish uh, Trump was dead. Yeah, they didn't want any bad news like this dragging down Biden's campaign. When you have the New York Times and social media conspiring to squash an unpleasant story. How are we different than what the Russians are going through? They can't hear the unpleasant news about this uh, flailing Russian war in Ukraine. And we can't hear the unpleasant news about Joe Biden profiting with Hunter Biden with this uh, mysterious Ukrainian gas company. Even though, I, I mean, oh, by the way, the guy who runs the computer repair shop in Delaware, yeah, he's 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 got investigated he has, yeah. By various uh, government agencies, including the IRS, and he gets constant harassments and death threats. So this this is what the real world is. The real world, the president unleashes all the goons in government and the private goons to try to destroy a guy who made the mistake of being open when Hunter Biden, in his meth-induced haze, bumbled in with his broken computer. Yeah, I like the way they write this in the post. Readers of the Times now discover in March 2022 that Hunter Biden pursued business deals in Europe and Asia, may have leveraged his father's position as VP to do it. Hunter may also not have properly registered with the government or declared all of his income. Legitimate topics to talk about when you have a presidential candidate, but the, the Times ignored this back in 2020. Remember, remember Biden was the big guy who was yes. supposed to get a 10% cut. The big I, guy. Coming up next, Michael Schellenberger will join us. He is running as an independent for governor of California. That's why Biden has three homes. <laughs> Johnny Ked Show, Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.